This is the Opening Market Podcast on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network. I'm Dustin Huffman. We're on the phone right now with Matt Bennett of agmarket.net. And Matt, what are we seeing heading into this Friday? Well, you know, you come in here this week, and obviously the, the WASDE report kind of sets the tone. Uh, you know, it's more of a friendly report versus expectations for soybeans. A little bit less friendly as far as corn was concerned, but, uh, you know, the beans came out of the gate firing at 11 o'clock on Wednesday. And it, it kind of gave back some of that, you know, uh, nothing, uh, no uh, huge rally by any means, whereas corn, you know, kind of pushed up on the $7 level. Seems like it's uh, struggling to really uh, get comfortable above there. I mean, these corns back below seven. So right now, it just kind of seems like this market's kind of uh, stuck between uh, pretty solid bullish fundamentals and a lot of macro fears, you know, I think maybe keeping people from uh, jumping in whole hog and really buying this thing. What are you guys hearing from the fields as those combines keep rolling across the corn belt? Well, you know, most of the anecdotal evidence has been mixed for sure. As far as corn's concerned, where the corn's good, boy, it's been awful good. There's no question that there's been parts of Illinois as evidenced by that 210 national or uh, state yield. Uh, parts of Illinois have just been incredible. Right in our area, it's been awfully good. You know, uh, there's been uh, a lot of good corn in that part of the world, but then in the Western Corn Belt, certainly uh, not the same story everywhere. And so, you know, I think what we're hearing is essentially the corn crop, I, mean, I guess from my vantage point, the corn crop's probably fairly close where the USDA's at. If it does anything, I could see it maybe creeping up, even though we went down two months in a row. Typically, when you start going lower, it keeps going lower. I'm not totally sure it's going to happen this year. On beans, seems like the earliest harvested, earliest planted, the uh, earlier the beans were, the better the yield was. And so as we've gotten through harvest, it seems like as you've moved on through, uh, bean yields have kind of fallen off somewhat. So, uh, you know, I'm not so sure that the USDA is not fairly close there as well. You know, could it fall a little more from here? Yeah, it probably could. But at the same time, uh, I don't think they're too far off from their number. Obviously, there's a lot of attention on the Black Sea, but is that the only thing that's really driving those markets uh, across the globe? Well, you know, there's certainly uh, just a ton of angst whenever you look at what's going on in the Black Sea region. I mean, you know, there's a lot of uh, saber rattling there and, you know, it doesn't appear that uh, Russia is willing to, uh, you know, uh, I guess just let all go well and uh, exports leave the region in mass fashion. And so, you know, whenever we look at how that impacts the U.S., uh, the U.S. is probably going to have a real trouble, a real problem getting a lot of corn out on the world export market. We are the most expensive corn out there unless you have an issue getting corn out of Ukraine. And so if you don't see a lot of corn and wheat, for instance, leaving the Black Sea region, then our exports are probably going to be significantly better than the other side of the equation. And so, you know, the the really strong dollar has certainly been a bit of a, a, a dampening effect. But then, uh, you know, of course, the dollar uh, got beat up there just a little bit uh you know, as we saw the numbers uh, yesterday. And so, you know, I think uh, with inflation being so strong, uh, yes, the dollar's strong. Our corn's expensive on the world market. But, uh, you know, some of these macro situations are certainly going to be something you can't uh, you can't ignore. So last thing I'll say on these, uh, Dustin, is we've been telling producers, you know, you've got phenomenal prices right now. There's no doubt about it. There's a lot of bullish people out there. And I'm not going to say I'm bearish. But these prices are already really good, especially at a time whenever, as I talked about, 
Uh, you've got this high inflation, talk of uh, U.S. recession, global recession. And in those types of talks, you've you got to understand that the most bullish fundamentals for corn don't necessarily mean anything uh, if we enter into some sort of a global recession. All right, moving on to livestock. How are the cattle markets looking? Yeah, as far as the cattle market's concerned, it's it's actually performed pretty decent. You know, whenever you you, you look at the way that we've uh, we've kind of I guess navigated through uh, pretty darn high prices. So the corn market here lately has been kind of inching up. You look and see what live cattle's done. I mean, we've posted three straight strong days. I mean, if you look at the chart, we we just continue to build momentum in this cattle market. And so, you know, as far as facts are concerned, I know that it's no secret, uh, and I know that you're not going to be surprised by me saying this. I, I'm still pretty friendly, supportive cattle, especially these facts. I think moving forward, the fundamentals, the numbers suggest that you're going to have a hard time really beating them up. The only thing that would scare me is if this equities market does fall apart. Now, I've got to think maybe we saw the low there for equities yesterday, uh, you know, because we kind of bounced back off of that huge drop after the CPI numbers were released. Uh, but you got to understand, uh, why am I talking about that whenever you're talking cattle? Because cattle and uh, consumer confidence are very closely uh, intertwined. And so when people feel good about their situation, typically they're much more inclined to go out and uh, spend money on steak dinner. So, uh, you know, we've seen a very strong correlation there over the years and how about the hogs you know hogs are pretty dependent upon uh you know decent exports i mean when it gets right down to it if you don't have really strong exports if you don't have really strong demand there you know it's tough to to, to think that you're going to see extremely strong markets now on the same token just like cattle you've actually seen a really strong uh, hog market here this week you know the last several days we've kind of established more of an uptrend after that steep downtrend that we saw here over the last uh, three weeks. And so, you know, the bottom line for hogs is that uh, if you can continue to see decent exports, my personal opinion, you know, is that you're going to actually see, uh, you know, the the opportunity for this hog market to stay strong. Now, I don't look for triple-digit hog numbers or prices, if you will, especially on the front end. I mean, we're only $80 right now as far as December is concerned. I don't look for us to make any huge run towards $100 anytime soon. All right, Matt. Well, if folks want to talk market strategies with agmarket.net, what's the best way to get in touch? Yeah, you just said it, agmarket.net, or you could go to agmarket.app on your device, and either one of those places will kind of get to the, to the information you need, whether it's our contact info, uh, technology provider, some of the research that we put out there. All right, Matt. Well, we thank you so much for the insight. We'll talk to you again next week. Oh, absolutely, bud. Have a good weekend. That again was Matt Bennett of agmarket.net. Let's go ahead and take a look at those numbers for you. December corn down a quarter at 697 and a half, March down a half at 704 and a half, November beans up four and a half at $14 and a quarter cent, January up four and a half at 1410 even. Soy meal up four dollars at four fifteen even. Soy oil down a dime at sixty-six thirty-three. December Chicago wheat down three and three quarters at eight eighty-eight and a half. Minneapolis down three at nine seventy-six. Kansas wheat down two and a quarter at nine eighty even. Oats up three quarters at four eleven even. Live cattle for December down a dime at one forty-seven eighty-two. October feeders sixty-two cents lower at one seventy-four twelve. Lean hogs up a dime at ninety-three fifty-two. Pork cutouts a dime at one hundred two fifty-five. Class 3 milk for October down 7 cents at 2182. Thanks again to Matt Bennett for joining us here today on the Opening Market Podcast. I'm Dustin Huffman on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network, where Iowa Ag matters. <laughs>